0: Ready, set, go! Welcome to the EV Diaries, your home for EVs in small-town America. Last time, I discussed a paper released in early February from the University of Chicago. Using data collected from PG&E... Pacific Gas and Electric, and DMV registrations in California, they came to the conclusion that EV owners are only consuming 2.9 kilowatt hours a day and that EV owners are only driving 5,300 miles a year. They're afraid that policymakers are using errant numbers in determining their environmental policies regarding EVs. Basically, they're saying everyone's model is wrong because they're using incorrect numbers and they are really calling into question a couple of UC Davis studies that put these numbers higher. I voiced my concerns based on, to me, the numbers did not add up. I don't think they accounted for the efficiency of different vehicles. If you recall, I used the Nissan LEAF being the center average efficiency of the EVs that are in the market. So at 2.9 kilowatt hours, a leaf owner would only average nine and a half miles per day. Of course, that was based on a five-day week, which yielded 2,375 miles per year. If you actually extrapolated this and you drove nine and a half miles a day, 365 days a year, you would get closer to the neighborhood of 3,500 miles, actually worked out to be 3,468 miles per year. I sort of then went back and using the average being 5,300 miles a year on a five-day week, and I did a five-day week because we were talking average commutes, and five-day week, 50 months out of the year, because you get two weeks vacation. That worked out to be 21.2 miles per day, And it should, based on the efficiency of the leaf, and this is the EPA estimated efficiency, would work out to be 6.36 kilowatt hours a day. If you go back and you break this down into a seven-day period, as opposed to the five, 365 days a year, you get 14.52 miles per day. So in my mind, those two things, even though they're close, when you're looking at the scale of driving per day and what it does to the mileage, it's still not quite adding up for me. So I decided that I would do an informal survey. First of all, let me say thank you. I got many responses and I'm going to go through a few of them in detail. But before I do, I want to establish a baseline. If we use the University of Chicago numbers, and we assume 2.9 kilowatt hours a day, 365 days a year, you're looking at a total of 1,058.5 kilowatt hours per year. Now, let's go back to that 14.5 miles per day that I just mentioned. That means the efficiency for the University of Chicago EV would have to be 200 watt-hours per mile, which that is 5 miles per kilowatt-hour. The most efficient EV on the market, again according to the EPA rating, is the Tesla Model 3 Standard Range Plus weighing in at 239 watt-hours per mile, or 4.2 miles per kilowatt-hour. Now. I just said that that's the EPA rating. It's theoretical, but it also means that the University of Chicago EV model that they used, and I say model as in the lab model, uh, is 20% more efficient than what the EPA is telling us is the most efficient EV on the market. Now, granted that... Depending on how you drive, you can actually see numbers in the upper fours and you may even see five. But what you're trying to say with this is that the average of all EVs in this study were 20% more efficient than our most efficient EV that's on the market today. So, like I said, there's a little bit of a disconnect with me. But getting back to this model car model ev from university of chicago which is a conglomerate of their data it's 88 kilowatt hours a month 200 watt hours per mile and it's using or going about 14 and a half miles per day and that's what all the numbers told me so let's get to the survey i got nine responses this week um some were from ev owners some are from non-ev owners and i asked First of all, what is your commute? And amongst everyone that submitted, the average worked out to be 20.7, no, I'm sorry 20.17 miles per day. But I asked for commute. This is not all inclusive of miles driven. Um, also keep in mind that we have some retirees that returned the survey. You have people like me that work from home. And the longest drive was 35 miles. The next question I asked was, how much energy did you use to charge your EV per month? Obviously, the non-EV owners do not have an EV to track, so they uh, were not able to provide that data. Um, Many people are just not tracking it, which that's fine. I did get four responses that I have data from. And after I did the calculations, the average was 6.7 kilowatt hours a day. And that's based on a 30-day month. It's also all-inclusive to the distance-driven. So, when I was setting up the survey, I asked about the commute. And it's hard to tie commute miles into kilowatt hours because if you're looking at total kilowatt hours, you're looking at total miles driven. So There's a flaw in my logic there, but let's look a little more in detail. One respondent, and I'm not going to use any names, has a Tesla Model 3 mid-range and uses 258 kilowatt hours per month. Now, this respondent says his commute is 16 miles. I did not specify if that was one-way or round-trip, but let's just look at the electric bill and see what it tells us. The Tesla efficiency is 239 watt-hours per mile, so 258 kilowatt-hours per month, I predict that that's about 36 miles a day, again, all this is based on theoretical EPA numbers, but that breaks down to about 13,000 miles per year. Um, It's funny because 36 is a little bit more double than the 16-mile commute that was reported. So I don't know if that 16 miles one way. Very well could be. Uh, or it just breaks down that um very active guy, And once he gets home from work, he's, he's back out the door doing something else. But that's a digression. Another respondent has a Volkswagen e-Golf and uses about 140 kilowatt-hours a month. With the eGolf's efficiency of 283 watt-hours per mile, I calculate that he drives about 16 and a half miles a day or 6,000 miles a year. And I'm doing this by dividing the kilowatt-hours per month by the efficiency, which is watt-hours per mile, and then multiplying by 1,000 to get miles per month. Uh, If you divide this by 30, gives you miles per day, and I realize that's not perfect, but it's close enough for this discussion. And I'm keeping the calculations consistent using the numbers that I've got. Okay, one more respondent, um, Kona EV, and I bet you can guess who this belongs to. But anyway, uh, Kona EV calculates out, and I had to calculate based on The respondents' charging habits, so this is, again, um, measured is always better than assumed, but I had to make some assumptions, and I came up with 192 kilowatt hours per month. Um, That breaks down to 22.8 miles per day, and that translates into 8,200 miles per year. He's the one with the 35-mile commute. So I actually got a lower number than his commute. But if you do say that maybe he only drives it five days a week, it works out to be 34 miles per day. So it's really, um, you can use numbers to tell any story you want. But I'm suspecting what the real story is that most people are getting better than the EPA rating. And to show this, let's take my I-3 for example it's predicted to use 298 watt-hours per mile. But I calculated mine out to be 232 watt-hours per mile, which is 4.3 miles per kilowatt-hour. Using the EPA number of 298, that works out to be 3.35, actually 3.36 miles per kilowatt-hour. So my calculation is at 4.3, I'm clearly doing better than the EPA predicted efficiency. Now, um, I got my I3 on March 16th of 2020, which, at the time of this recording, was 353 days ago. That was also the first day of my work at home, so I have no commute when it was back then, 35 miles one way. I plan in the next couple of weeks to look at a year's worth of data. But I'm going to go ahead and say that right now I am calculating 7.21 kilowatt hours a day. And that comes from the usage on my Juicebox app saying what was delivered to the car. Um, I'm driving 26.15 miles per day. That puts me on pace to drive about 9,400 miles this year. And like I said... In the coming weeks, we'll see how accurate all of this is. Um, Let's face it, I'm nerdy for your benefit. Okay, I'm going to wrap this up by saying, after I have thought about the University of Chicago's paper for a week now, I have come to the following conclusions. Despite what they're saying, not every EV driver is a little old lady from Pasadena. We all have varying commutes, and it's true that my small sample size showed that they were less than 40, but it's also skewed in the fact that it didn't take my pre-COVID commute into calculation, and it doesn't take into account, when you talk about commute, your total miles is driven. I may have a 70-mile round-trip commute, uh, or at least I did. I may have that once again someday. But that's not total miles driven because, as you know, I used to drive about 100 miles a day with 30 of those coming after work. Second thing on this paper is you don't call out other people's work based on a guess. Now, like I said last episode, I don't know how accurate the University of Chicago's work is. I'm sure... That it's perfect from a, a statistical standpoint, but I question some of the assumptions that had to be made and the methodology that they used to match data. Um, I mean, the results just did not match for me, and they still don't. The average efficiency has to be 20% better than our top-rated EV. I'm not saying that this is not achievable. It's just not realistic at this time. But the real kicker that I thought about this week, it doesn't matter if current EV drivers are only using half as much energy or driving half as many miles in the grand scheme of things. The goal is to replace internal combustion engine vehicles with EVs. So if the census is true and the average commute is 40 miles, it doesn't suddenly become 20 miles just because you're driving an EV. That 40 mile a day driver is still going to drive 40 miles a day when they eventually get their hands on an EV. The adoption rate here is more important than the assumptions made in this paper. Environmental, and for that matter, grid impacts, might be slower on the onset, but it will eventually get to a balance point in time. Again, it is the adoption rate that needs to be looked at and not the miles driven in this case. And driving 5,300 miles with only 2.9 kilowatt hours a day, that's something to actually strive for. That would mean that our most efficient cars would be getting 7 to 8 miles per kilowatt hour because the average would then be 5. University of Chicago, I'm sure you put a lot of research and time into this, but I think policymakers should still take this with a grain of salt because 40 miles is 40 miles. Now, the important thing is how many cars can we get on the road and how fast can we do it so that we can start meeting those models and predictions based on previous surveys. I'm not saying throw the baby out with the bathwater. I'm just saying that Let's take this with a grain of salt and see what the numbers are telling us and then alter our beliefs if we need to. That's all I've got, guys, on this topic. Thanks for listening. Uh, Thanks for the responses on the survey. Hit that subscribe button and remember that the EV revolution is here. It's growing and the future is bright. It's a fun ride.